Welcome, you're listening to Resilient Brown Mamas, three women searching for understanding as we navigate motherhood, mental health, love, and life. I'm Sheena B. I'm Sonia G. And I'm Mika Rose. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so other resilient women can find us. Well, welcome Resilient Circle to our episode number four. Today we will be speaking about what's the deal with Christmas? Bah humbug. Oh no. No, 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 no. (laughs) All I want for Christmas is you. Look, I love that y'all are in the spirit, but I'm going to tell you right now, this topic, I'm mad. See, Sonia started out last week on FAR. This week, I'm on far because there's two things you don't mess with, Christmas and Halloween. And every year, right before Christmas starts, I get these Grinches on my timeline on both Instagram and Facebook dragging Christmas. Okay, I'm I have like, to ask. You know Sorry. Huh? I have to ask. I have to cut you off. Um, Halloween? Is there such a thing as a Scrooge for Halloween? Because I need to know what's the yes. thing for Halloween. What? 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 Yes. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. You ready? Yeah. People are gonna be mad at me, Christians, and I am a believer. Believe that. But when listen, they get going about the devil and the witch's holiday, and oh, I'm like, my daughter's dressed up as Mario from Mario Brothers. Okay, I got. How you. is she? Well, <laughs> so we'll get on that okay. next year. But there's definitely people. Yes, there's definitely people who come in and just snatch the date before Mariah gets to the hook, okay? Before the temptations say, in my mind. They done Ooh. already started asking, how do y'all let y'all kids believe that a fat white man paid for all these gifts when you work so hard for them? Ooh, it grinds my gears. And my kids don't believe it's a fat white man. Santa's always been black. It's black Santa comes to our house and he don't come through our chimney because we don't have one, but he comes magically in our home and he leaves the gifts. And, and or he doesn't leave the gifts. It just depends Santa's on a zaddy. Santa got a six pack when he comes yeah. to um, Baltimore well, with I a beard, up- a black beard. Mm, okay. Okay. I grew <laughs> up in a generation where we didn't even question it. It, it was supposedly the fat white man with the white beard and the rosy red cheeks. And as kids, it was it was not spoken of. We never questioned it. Uh, just like Sheena, we didn't have a chimney. Hello, I grew up in the projects. Where was Santa Claus coming through? He we came through the elevator. Him. He came through the elevator to the 12th floor. Listen, <laughs> that would have been the whole story, though. Yeah. And the thing about it is people are like, oh, all these, you know, sixth graders going to school with lace fronts and this and they're complaining about the kids being so grown, but then they want to snatch the magic of Christmas from small right. children. Mm-hmm. And it okay. blows my mind because yeah, you're a hotep now or you're super woke now or whatever the case may be. But when you were a kid, your mother didn't snatch Christmas from you. No. Why wouldn't you want to create that same magic, which by the way, Santa is real because children are listening to our podcast too even though i'm questioning your parents for letting them listen especially to me (laughs) but (laughs) but i feel as if the magic should be magic in okay yes yeah let them have that let them at least still have that because unfortunately kids are forced to grow up sooner than they need to so let them keep the little bit of childhood that doesn't hurt anybody 
yeah. it doesn't hurt anybody. And the thing is, <coughs> if um, for me, you know, they get blank amount of gifts. And one of those gifts is always from Santa. So if you're hard up for credit and you just don't want this other person to get your credit, that's fine. They get credit for one present. You know, it's like they get credit for the stocking stuffer, I, if that makes you feel better. I think that, I think, I think sometimes people just get like, you become an adult and you forget that sparkle, yeah. that, that childlike sparkle. Agreed. And you're so caught up in the, the bills and paying for everything and doing all the grown up things that you, you forget to think with the mind of a child and how yes. important it is for them to understand. So like for me, like I always make cookies and sat out, you know, we would, I make cookies with, with, well, with Jada and sit out the milk. We sit out the cookies that we made. Right. Sometimes we bought them. And then when she went to bed at night, before I got in the bed, I would take two bites or snap a piece off of the cookie <laughs> to make it look like he, you know, ate a piece and pour out some of the milk for mm-hmm. my homies. Well, Santa really does eat our cookies, so. And for Noah, mm-hmm. Noah's, Noah already is like, oh, we got to leave him the milk. We got to leave him the, the cookies. Like he, you know, he just kind of fell into it. But I, that to me, it's my, the my favorite part of the holiday because we get to do these things, right? Which become traditions because we start doing them every year. Yes. And I like the fact that they look forward to it. Like every year we make gingerbread houses. They don't come out looking too nice, but it doesn't matter. They don't we taste just have good fun either. doing it. So yeah. I guess I'm going to say that I had half-assed traditions then because we knew about Santa. We knew about the gifts and, but not, and, but we never did cookies and milk and none of that. So, I, yeah, we had half-assed traditions, I guess. Listen, as long as you still have fun. And I know for me, I had actually had someone. It was my um, homeboy. He was, I used to call my brother. He had a really nasty, bitter baby's mama. And I, I was out with Genesis. We ran into her, unfortunately. We were grocery shopping for Christmas. And she said, you let her believe in Christmas. You let her believe that all the gifts that, in front of my daughter, mm. that you let her that you buy a, from a, a stranger who comes down your chimney. And I looked at her. I just said, I was like, you're miserable. And we're just going to walk away now. I was sad that I had Jenny with me because I really wanted to, <laughs> want, you know. Handle it differently. Yeah, I really wanted to hit her with some coal. But <laughs> I felt so terrible for her that she even thought that that was okay, that she was that level of miserable. And to combat that, because it wasn't the only time Genesis had encountered it, she had cousins tell her that. And I would have to drag them. Y'all know me. I said, look at them. Look how miserable they are. You think yeah. Santa's going to go to um, Ray Ray house? He can't believe in something he ain't see. And he ain't going to see him because he's too nasty. Santa ain't coming there. I had to just drag the person yeah, yeah. so that my baby could still, you know, be yeah, like, mom, you're that. right. That's why they don't get what that I get. No, Jada found out. How old was Jada when she found out Santa wasn't real? Santa's not real. Mm, kids are listening. I mean, <laughs> that's cool. I'm sorry. When she found out <laughs> that he no longer came for her because she's older, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and she was so like, but wait a minute. Wait. Yeah. So what you mean, like? And I was like, are you serious? She was like, yeah, I'm dead ass. Like, I'm dead ass. And I get it. I get it. Because for Noah, I have Santa's number saved in my phone. 
as Santa with a picture well, you of Black it, Santa. I'm sure you got to call often and be like, I'm I about to call about five with, times with a day. No, yeah, with Noah, you probably call multiple times a day. I call <laughs> about five times. And I've even started to text Santa now because it's gotten too much. Okay. It's yeah. become too much. Yeah. But, okay. and, and and I won't be surprised if Santa blocked your number. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it's funny because Genesis overheard me. I got some gifts mixed up and I was talking to Sheena, actually. She was nine years old. And I said, yeah, because last year when I bought her a blank toy and she was like, wait a minute. I found her crying in her room. (laughs) She said, mommy, you told me that that was a gift from, you know, Santa. She was like, people have been saying that he's not real. Is he not real? So we went through the whole spiel. And what she said was, regardless of what, if I have more siblings, don't take the magic from them. Like yeah. she was specific about the word magic because she puts glitter in oatmeal and puts it outside. It's wow. reindeer food for the reindeers to find out right. how she does all these things. She was like, do not take that from my future siblings. So when you're mad about sharing the credit, it's almost like that funny moment when, you know, Santa no longer comes and your kids are thanking you for creating that magic for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I never thought about the credit. Me either. That's why I'm like, you're that hard up. That's weird. I never thought about the credit. I I I don't know. So, I never so thought for about anyone that. who who for anyone who's maybe confused as to what you guys are talking about when you say credit, what what exactly do you mean credit? So they're saying like you are convincing your child that you went and bought a PS5 Jordan that, you know, that this person did it. So as their mom or their dad, you're not getting credit. They're not looking at you like, wow, my mom bought me A, B, and C. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm just like, there's a compromise to that. If you're, if every gift under your tree is from Santa, okay. Yeah. But for me, it's, you know, one thing that he brings and the other things are from us. And it's not for credit. It's just, it's that special one package that's wrapped yeah. special yeah. from the North Pole, and the kids are blown away and excited about that. You know, that's what I'm usually saying? what I do. Like I'll, 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 you know, let's just say it's five gifts for small number. I'll take like two of them, wrap them super special with bow and ribbon and all the 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 you know bells and Light. whistles, yeah. so that that's like the one that they draw to, and usually that's the gift. That was at the top of their list. The right? major one. Yeah. That was the major gift. And then everything else is like, I'll put like, oh, this was from mom. But normally yeah. I don't even put it's from any. First off, Noah can't read. So it don't matter. <laughs> and for Jada, I just never, already I never had to put mommy or Santa on it because it didn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. care about the credit. It was watching her get up in the morning and go crazy. Right, right. To that, to that note, I'm glad you said that because for me, um, you know, and the credit thing obviously comes applies to those adults who, who, like you said, I want them to know that it was for me. I worked hard. I paid this or whatever, whatever. It was for me. But to to what Sheena said, I remember when Carol's was with my son was little. Um, basically, it just it 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 was just about him opening multiple gifts. Yes. Ripping the paper off. I mean, he, he didn't know what it was. Right. So a lot of times I even, you know, I wrapped whether I bought him pajamas or underwear. I talked about when he was little. Right. So. So it, it was just about opening lots and lots of gifts. And I have to be yes. honest, I don't know when he stopped believing in Santa, maybe when he got old enough to go with me to buy his gifts. <laughs> Like, okay, like you see me buying this, you see me buying this. 
So, um, so I, I think people get the point and and what we mean, you know, with um, with what we were just talking about. But but let me ask you this: Do you feel like there's an extra level of obligation that mm. kind of punches people in the pocket, right, in the bank account when it comes to Christmas? Oh man! And with that said, I'm gonna pause. We're gonna be right back. So, so what's, ladies, what, what's your take on that? Because I, I have a lot to say on that, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna um, to go with you guys. You know, being a, I hate the word single mom. I'm going to have to figure out a, another way to say that. But being a single mom, it's hard because like, I have my babies I have to take care of first. I don't shop for anybody else's babies before I shop for my own. To be able to love on everybody financially because each year is different based on what you have going on in life mm-hmm. but I always have to keep it 100 with myself like this is what I can afford to do today or this year yeah and I really I really do my best to not put myself in a financial bind over Christmas yeah if that makes sense and I'll be one I'll be real with you I, the people that I love on the most excuse me I'm spoiling them all year round. Yeah. That normally by the time Christmas comes, I'm like, I don't even know what to get you because I have been spoiling yeah, you point. all year round. Good point. You know what I mean? Because if you're if you're the people that I love the most and the people in my circle, I'm gonna always take care of you and vice versa. But when it comes to my kids, I tell them like six months out. Well, first off, Noah starts making, he books a meeting from a meeting. Noah starts booking his his holiday for next year before the holiday starts. <laughs> He's, holiday starts. He's wait, ready. Wait, wait. Can you tell everybody how Noah fills up your shopping cart in your Amazon account all year long? Thank God there is no card attached. I have $2,000 worth of junk in my Amazon cart. No. Because my son is... And, Target has about $500 because he puts things in the cart like, oh, you can buy this for me. Oh, Santa's going to buy this for me. Oh, I'm putting this on my list. And he did have a paper list. He just ripped it up the other night because he said, oh, I don't need this list for Santa. I'm going to just rip it up because I got money. So I'm going to just buy everything on the list. Works for me. So speaking of his money is imaginary money on that Amazon account. So then he'll get his imaginary gifts. It works out for everybody. Everybody. So do you clear the Christmas list? Um, I do. Thankfully, my kids are not like overzealous to where like I have to make major adjustment adjustments if I have to make any at all. Jada's kind of like cool, calm, and collective when it comes to Christmas. Usually she'll ask for like one big item. Mm-hmm. And I'm usually okay with that big item because everything else on the list is minute. It's like a few dollars here, a few dollars there. So I don't mind the big, the big ticket item. Noah doesn't have concept of dollars. He just sees things. Right. So I have to scale it down because he thinks he just can get everything. And that's not how that works. Yeah. 
I definitely clear lists and I don't care. I start shopping early. I feel like Christmas, like birthdays or any anniversaries, whatever, it's the same day every year. So if you're surprised by it, that's you. Me, I already know it's coming. So come October, right after Genesis birthday in September, I start asking, what do you guys want? What are y'all looking at? Now, granted, they don't hit me with the real list until three weeks out, <laughs> but at least I'm paying attention and I'm able to get some small things leading up to. So when I say everybody's going to get five gifts, it ends up being 13 by the time or more by the time that, um, you know, I've gone through and cleared the list and got stuff that I felt like they would want. But I have always been an unapologetic, like, list clearer. But I also wasn't, you know, I didn't have my light shut off in order to do those things. Right. And, you know, to go back to the Grinch thing, I was that person, though, <laughs> thinking I was better than people because of that. So when I did have my friends that I knew couldn't leave the cookies out because the roaches were eating, I'm like, how y'all sitting here buying your kids hoverboards? You know what I'm saying? To go with those Jordans. Meanwhile, your rent's only $25, but you still got a pink slip on your door. So those were like the posts that I used to put out and I had to call my, you know, reel it back because that's not my business. And everybody has reasons for why they do those things. And hopefully, just like me, I had to learn about money at a certain point. Hopefully they will too, but that's not the way to get that message out. So I was a little grinchy back then, you know. With that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I love clearing a list. It makes me So you were the good. Grinch that stole Christmas then. I was at one point. And now I'm sitting here like, stop doing that. Right, right, yeah. right. So so for me, I was that person that that would attempt or want to buy my son everything under the sun. He's my only one. Right. And yeah. then, you know, not that he had a not that he had a shortage of people buying him gifts, but because, you know, back to what I've said a million times. The fact that I felt like it was just me and him against the world, I yeah. felt like I had to compensate for that, right? Oh. And so I was that person that juggled her bills just to get him X, Y, Z. And he didn't even ask for it. It was just, for me, quantity, right? Yes. Quantity. Of mm-hmm. course, I, I broke my back to get him those exact things that he wanted, but then I would put icing and extra icing and extra icing on top of those gifts and the cake, right? And did you get mad when he didn't use them? Because um, I did. <laughs> no. And you know what? I, I, I can't even give you an accurate answer to that because I don't I don't remember that for you. You remember? I used to be pissed. Like, you got 17 dolls. She's like, but I didn't ask you for any of them. <laughs> so, so let me ask. I, so I was that person. I was that person that really just did not do well with the finances because I just wanted to show my love this way, which is, was, you know, a way that I was raised, which is wrong. We'll talk about that on another episode, but it was <laughs> the things for the him. Things. So let yeah. me ask you girls a question. What about the financial obligation to buy presents for people and or children outside of your household like what does that look like because I mean I have a decent sized family and Jada I mean Jada's always had um a nice sized village around her right yeah and she's all everybody's always loved on her she's always been so blessed but I never found myself being in a position where I could always give that love back to say another girlfriend or somebody who might've had, I only got like, I only have the one kid at the time. Right. But then she might have two or three, like, 
you know, I could bear, I, you know, I, I, maybe I was struggling or I could barely buy gifts for Jada. I right. would love to buy your kids gifts, but I can't like, yeah. what, like, how do you navigate that obligation? Or is it, you say it, you say it up front, girl, I love you so much. I thank you so much for thinking of her, but I'm not able to give to your kids. Ooh, I have, <laughs> I have been put in that position <laughs> and I came right out and said it. Don't come by my house and drop off nothing. Because for me, if I'm going to give you something, it has to be something of value. I'm not going to just That's give the you thing. something I'm not for sake to, of saying. Yes. I'm not going to go to the Dollar Tree and get your child one of them Barbies that when you take the ponytail hold out, the whole middle of their head is bald. Oh no. You know what I'm saying? Because I just felt like I had to give you something. Like I feel like when people send stuff for my kids, I feel obligated to send stuff for theirs. And I don't want to refuse the gift because that's rude. And then most of the time people be like, oh, I didn't want anything back. But you know, because then they stop sending the stuff. And that works for me because I'm going to tell you right now, my two are not cheap. And a lot of the people around me, their kids are like wearing Balenciaga. Their kids no. are like wearing Jordan ones. No. My kids, even my oldest, could she could care less. But when she did want those things, it was far and few in between. And she was my kid. I could do that. But when I tell you, if I think about the 10 people who are like, oh, I want to spoil my niece. I'm looking like I'm buying your kid children's place. Okay. I see that you don't put that on them. But if I'm going to be doing this, I'm getting $7 shirts for your kids. Just like I get $7 shirts for mine. It does give you like this. It makes me feel icky. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. No. So uh, for me, I I I never had that situation where, um, well, when Kells was little, the fact that I gave gifts to my friends' kids. Yeah. You know, again, we, we're talking a long time ago, so I was never put in that situation. But we do have obviously family members, right? I have nieces, I have nephews, and that's Ooh. okay. No, for me, that's okay because we're a small family. Oh, good. We're a small family, and the side of the family that I was close with when he, when you know, when he was growing up, there might be four the most, three the most, and that's okay. And we are a family of appreciating what we get. We're not the oh, I don't like it because it's not whatever because I can't even pronounce that right. Okay. (laughs) You know, and again, back to the point of whatever my son had that was name brand and over the top. It came from my pocket and my paycheck and my getting up at five o'clock in the morning. I would never ask anybody or expect that. Right, right, right. As an adult, me personally, I have given to the children of my friends more than I did, you know, years ago. Oh, yeah. You know, that has changed for me because now I don't have... You're the rich auntie now. No, no, that I'm not. Nope. So... so, (laughs) We're going to avoid that. We're going to erase that from the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I've developed, you know, I've developed an amazing sister circle as an adult. I didn't have that before. Yeah. Your relationship with me and my relationship with you back in the day didn't even warrant that I would get your kid anything and you didn't need to get mine. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now it's a different circle and I don't have, I mean, I could, I could, I could say Sheena is the only one who has children that that I'm gonna give a gift to yeah. as a friend, or you know, again, she's my sister circle, and even my nieces and my nephews—they're adults now. I don't give them anything. Parents you know what? don't get anything. 
So what I was going to say is, at what age do we stop giving our favorite nieces and nephews and stuff presents? Because I don't send any to mine. Of course, they could be like, Auntie, you know, I want to go to cheesecake with my friends. Can you cash at me $20? Like sometimes yeah. we'll have, and I love that. I'm like, I'd rather yeah. you ask me than to do something strange for some change or to steal whatever it is that you right. want. Now you can't ask me for a G, but I could get you a little brunch with your little friends. That's mm-hmm. cute, you know? But at what age do we be like, no, little Johnny, even with when, our own when kids. little Johnny start popping it for a real one. Bong, bong, bong. I'm glad you said Johnny instead of this time you ain't say Nay Nay or, or, or Ray Ray or <laughs> you know, I feel like it depends. I feel like it depends on the kid. Like yes. I feel like it depends on the kid and not for nothing. I feel like some kids warrant more than others yeah. based on communication. Like if you're not calling me, if you're not checking for me at all, why should I? Agreed. Agreed. A thousand percent. Also, my, my, also my take is, is out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. That's the thing. That's like if thing. I don't see you for the holidays, I feel like it's no love lost on either side. But I do, like for me, I send cards to those that I'm not giving a gift to. I send you a card. I send you a holiday card. Although I have not done that. I haven't done that this season yet. They want the cards when it has something in it. They open up that card and shake it. Listen, I'm guilty of doing that still as an adult. You give me a card, I'm going to be like, <laughs> and, then, and then when there's nothing in it, because you know my birthday was last weekend, and I got a few cards in the mail. I ain't gonna lie to whoever's listening. I was looking for like a Dunkin' Donuts gift card or something. something. She, yeah. she texted me. She texted me a digital card. But now, as an adult, I'm checking for it. And when it's not in there, I'd be like, "Girl, I love your card. Thank you so much. It was so beautiful." <laughs> And then you use it to sweep up the dust. I'm just kidding. You know, is it, and then I be in my feelings. Right. <laughs> so back to it. Is it safe to say that although we want to give our children and our family and our loved ones the Christmas of a lifetime, it's not worth putting ourselves under to right. do so because it has lingering effects. Like I wouldn't, I would, I would feel horrible knowing I accepted a gift from somebody that's going to take them six months to a year to pay off because they put it on credit because they didn't have right. to get it. And so I guess to the listeners out there, like give your family your love. Like I'm a crafter. I love to make things. And like Meek said, like, I like shopping all year long. Like, Pick up those little things or those little trinkets all year long so that by the time Christmas comes, you're not sitting there beating the pavement trying to figure out how you're going to manage buying gifts for 25 people. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, with that said, um, we're going to take a break, pay these bills, and we're going to be right back. All right. Well, I think it's only right that we talk about traditions traditions like aside from the the you know leaving the cookies out and those little cute things are there some things that either you've lost sight of doing since maybe a grandparent or someone's no longer here or your family's smaller or you know even if it's just you at home you still do like for instance Brandon makes homemade eggnog every year it's like his thing 
None of us drink it but him. But anyways. And Jay when <laughs> she comes over. And Jay, oh my God, Jay. He loves to be able to make his chili and all the things, all the wintertime things for Jay because she's going to partake. Because she's the only one that drinks eggnog. In the eggnog you might like and that's it. what he does. He puts his crown royal <laughs> Okay. In his eggnog, and that's like that's one of the things you know that we do. Sonia, but, what do you do? Oh, I, I definitely know. make coquitos. <laughs> yes. What other traditions do you have? Or uh, okay, so for me, okay, so this is this is good. I I like this. I like this. So this is such a a a, a wide topic because. The first thing that comes to mind is my traditions on how I was raised as to when do we actually open the gifts, right? Intriguing. I love it. (laughs) As a Puerto Rican sassy Latina, we grew up opening gifts the night before. As these families, we would go to each other's homes or whatever it is, party, the adults, party, drink whatever, all the way until the next morning. I Literally. This as a kid and the little kids, you know, we were over there doing our own thing. I loved it because they didn't pay any attention to us. They were too involved in their own shenanigans. <laughs> and boy, did we see stuff we did not need to see as kids. Okay. Anyway, we would look forward to the clock striking 12 because that's when we opened our gifts. Oh. Now, Every single one? That was Christmas, girl. That I've heard that before. Yeah. So let me just say this. Then silly me goes and gets married in my later years. And his tradition was Christmas Day. Mm. Uh Was he American? He was West Indian. Mm -hmm. American West West Indian. Indian. And so my son and I, you know, we follow our traditions because that's how I raised him. Came Christmas Eve, we're about to open gifts. And so he's like, and he, you know, he had, you know, his son and his daughter come over at, at, at times, uh, spend Christmas with us. And he's like, well, no, we do it in the morning. And so my son and I are looking at him like, um, yeah, no, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but we want our gifts like tonight. Wait, who wins? Right? So, so that was that, I mean, it's a good topic because you have to compromise when, when, when there are different traditions. Yeah. And so we, we compromised, you know, I said, well, can we, let's, let's just at least open one or two gifts because I'm not, I, I'm not going to rob my son of, of, of his tradition that he's known just to make you happy. Right. 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 And then the next morning we opened the rest, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's challenging when there's different t- yeah. traditions in one household. So um, does your son now with his family, do they open them all on New Year's, I mean, Christmas Eve, or do they wait? So that's a good question, because with the baby, we, we've we only had just that one Christmas. Okay, right? yeah. Last year, um, obviously, this is going to be her second one. But it, it's crazy that I, I don't even know the, the answer to that. <laughs> no, okay. well, they might just be trying to figure it out as they go along, too. <laughs> I know for me. I go there now as an adult, I go there the next day. I go there Christmas day. Okay. Because I know, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to interfere in, especially that last year was her, her first one. I didn't, I wanted them to have their first, you know, not that they did it because of me or I allowed them to, but for me, remember we talked about 
moms know me. boundaries, yeah. Boundaries. I wanted them to experience their very first Christmas, just them as a family. That's right. so sweet. I love it. Yeah, love the three it. of them. So I don't, I don't know what they did. And then, like Meek said, they're figuring and they're figuring yeah, okay. that out now. I'm going to ask them when we finish recording. Yeah, because I want to know too. I'm nosy. Yeah. You know, did y'all do one gift the night before? Back um, then. So, did you? You were talking to me, Meek. Oh. Yeah, I think oh, I probably so cut out. Christmas was Christmas was my mom's holiday. Like, I knew that when Thanksgiving came. It was Christmas tree time. It was temptations time. It was California raising Christmas time. And I looked forward to it every single year. So um, we opened our gifts Christmas morning. So like Christmas Eve, like from Thanksgiving to Christmas Eve, we did nothing but watch Christmas movies when we had free time, like hot chocolate, Christmas movies. Mommy decorated the whole house with her handmade um, decorations, and it was just like festive all the time. It was, it, to me, it was like the most memorable time of the year for my family. Okay, because it just seemed like everything was just perfect in that season, right? Yeah. But like, I remember like me, my brother, and my sister, like you know huddling up the night before like we're gonna go to bed at like six o'clock because we gotta wake up in the morning because we gotta open these gifts and like you know we'd be up at like seven o'clock and my parents be like nah come back nah. at eight come back at <laughs> eight <laughs> come back at eight so we'd be in the room like oh my god what gift you gonna open up first so like we we opened our gifts up on Christmas day and then like you know our extended family my aunts my uncles whomever would come over right. and have dinner or we would go to their house and do dinner and open up more gifts. So that's sweet. Um, that was our, you know, that was our Christmas tradition, which I kind of, I guess I kind of kept it. Cause yeah. I didn't know, like to Sonia's point, I didn't know until I got older and I started meeting like different, you know, people from different nationalities that opening up presents at midnight was even a thing. I didn't know that you was can a say thing. It. Puerto Rican people, you can say it. Yeah. Puerto Rican, Dominican, yeah. Italian, Italian. Oh like, yeah. A lot of people open up their. A lot of different people open up their gifts at midnight. I didn't know it was a thing. So for Jada and I, Christmas Eve, we would watch movies. We would bake cookies. You know, eat Chinese food. That's what we do here. And then in the morning, whenever the kids get up, whatever time they get up is when I get out the bed. I don't tell them to come back at eight. Yeah, I get the camera out and we just go, we go crazy. We go crazy. I'm usually up before my kids and I I sleep late. We go to bed late and I usually sleep late, but I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm usually up before them. I'm banging stuff around like, oh, Santa was here. Like, oh, snap. See, I can't even, like, I, you, you're up early, but I go to sleep mad late with the excitement of it all. Like, I'll oh. lay in the bed until like three in the morning. Like, dude, go to sleep. Santa's coming. And I only need three good hours and I'm good. So I still sit up all night, but then I'm up. Like, come on, y'all. I'm trying to wake him up with coffee smells or grits. <laughs> trying to you know fry some eggs just something to get them out and they're just like man like the gifts are still gonna be there at noon like it makes me so mad and I'm sure this year is not gonna be any different but you did bring up what were you gonna say Sonia I was gonna say it just hit me now I know why we didn't have cookies and milk why 
because the adults were too busy out partying. Oh, I was about, yeah, Santa couldn't get there to eat them. No, I thought you were going to say something else. I thought you was, I was going to say because y'all had mice. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah. Look, I live in no. Baltimore. I no. have, look, I'm yeah, not leaving you know nothing out this tell you this. We grew up in the projects, but that we never had in our, nope. Look, I'm never, I can never be too sure. I live in Baltimore City where the rats eat through the concrete. I'm telling you, I, I was scared to put candy canes on my tree. I did not expect her to say that. I did not. He's saying I'm sleeping with them. I'm fighting my, you know, fighting with them for my food. But I'm just saying, you never know when they're going to show up because they're very gangster. They do carry guns and they have a rap sheet yeah. from here to D.C. So I personally am scared that is true. to leave cookies out. I did buy a little Cleoche because I am fancy. I'm still bougie in my row home. So I have a little wooden Cleoche <laughs> with a um, glass top. So the cookies will be in there nice and snug if I do put them out. And for out. those that don't know what a Cleoche is, that's just the um, glass candy bomb. It's a it's a dome and it's fancy, honey. Yes, I got it from this store though, but still. But um, speaking of food, I always think about work. Now I don't work. Mm. I'm at home, but y'all, she ain't about to go in the office. <laughs> and we got a little work people. How y'all living out there, everybody, mm. with these potlucks? Because I know these people like to do potlucks, and I. I ruin potlucks at every company I'm at. How do y'all deal with that? Well, I my current company, I work at home, so I've never had that that problem. And they cater everything from the outside. You they said problem. Have, <laughs> yeah, I don't have that problem. <laughs> so, and if we did have a get-together, it's always catered. Mm -hmm. um, but in the past, when it came to an office potluck, my, contrib I, my contribution always comes from the grocery store. I'm not making anything in my kitchen for anyone, but I'm also not eating anything yeah. from anybody's kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because, well, I just don't know you like that. Exactly. I know you from the hours of eight to five. I don't know you from six to 10. Listen, hmm. my fear is in that, in that scenario is someone who has pets in the household. Yeah. Now this is nothing against the pets, but I don't want to end up eating something that by the slightest chance your pet ended up losing some hair along the way of your cooking process, right? Or I don't know that you're always washing your hands. Yeah. Yeah. So for, for me, I mean, again, working in the office was a long time ago. Um, and then when I got back to work a few years ago, I worked in, well, just the, the beginning of this year, we got everything catered. And she never yeah. acts jokes about this company that I worked with. Yes, answer. Listen, until recently, because if you said that you dropped three pounds, they were celebrating and they had it catered. Like, <laughs> I love that. You said, oh my God, my child learned how to tie their shoe. We had a celebration and it was catered. My kind of company. Ooh. So in that sense, it was catered. And now I am working from home. But I, I agree with that. It's just too scary. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know you like that. Betty Sue. Oh, I'm going to make my let's, favorite, my world. No, Betty. Ooh, no. And, wait, and the variety of the dishes because of yeah. the different nationalities, I'm like, uh, what is that? See, and you know what? All that is cool and it's all cute. But I have, it makes me upset because I am that person. I'm always that black girl. And I'm going to say it. I'm always that black girl who's complaining either about the temperature in the office 
<laughs> the smell of the office and the food that comes into the office. Now, I know I'm looking at your fingernails. I'm looking at how disheveled okay. you are. I don't, I'm on your Facebook, right? Because you had to friend me. So I know that your cat sits on the stove and you think it's cute. And they wave their tail over the potato salad that you've put carrots in. Okay, Debbie, I'm not eating that. Okay. When I, the last time I was at Geico and I said, you know what? I'm going to bring y'all something, but I'm not eating y'all's food. So they had to get chicken from the chicken spot. So I ate chicken and I ate the collard greens that I brought. I've made collard greens in a can and I put it inside of a crock pot and I brought it up in there with some garlic in it and some onions. And them people never had nothing like that before. And they thought it was the best thing ever. And the black girl in the office came up to me. She said, them is glory greens, ain't they? <laughs> From the can. I said, yes, they is. But they had no idea. I changed their whole life. But y'all wasn't going to change mine with your raisin um, potato salad that you stirred with your hands. We're not doing that. So, yes, I always ruined it. I don't know how y'all are doing out there with these holiday potlucks because I know everybody wants to do it. But I say stay 10 toes down. Dig your heels in. Tell them to get it catered because people be doing funky stuff at their house. And I am a pet owner and I can tell you two things. In my house, pet hair is an accessory and a condiment. You can't help it. It floats in the air. But it's my dog. Rest her soul. You shouldn't have to deal with that. Right. Right. <laughs> and thank you for acknowledging that. Keep yes. it over there. Nothing against the pet. But you eat it. I don't want to eat it. Well, <laughs> Mika always finds a way to wrap it up. Yep. I love y'all. <laughs> Always finds a way to just wrap it up with a nice little bowl, nice and neat. Christmas Here at Resilient Brown Mamas, we want to wish everybody a happy holiday, a Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, mm. Happy Kwanzaa, Happy, happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yes. Am I'm I forgetting somebody? Back. We forgetting somebody. They know we love them. And a blessed New Year. And and y'all don't go broke buying these gifts, please. Mm -mm. Yeah, unless it's for me. Go and don't ruin it for the children. Don't ruin the Christmas season for the children. We want to leave you guys with peace, love, and happiness. Until next week, this is Mika Rose. I'm Sheena B. And I'm Sonia G. And don't forget, y'all is some resilient. <laughs> I'm just playing. Y'all are some resilient queens and kings. We love y'all. Thank you for listening to Resilient Brown Mamas. We hope you enjoyed the conversation today. Be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. And remember, we want to hear from you. Email us at resilientbrownmamas at gmail.com to share your resilient stories and comments. You can also check us out at resilientbrownmamas.com for merch and more.